Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. It was as jaw-dropping a week in American politics as I've ever seen in all of my years watching it. Quite simply put, the bottom fell out of the Joe Biden presidency this week. This is the earliest in a presidency in our lifetimes we've ever seen a lame duck president committed to lame duck status by his own hand, or rather his mouth and brain, or lack of one. It's really an astonishing turnaround to set the all-time vote record, however you did it, 81 million votes, and a year later to be at 33% approval. Folks, do you realize how dramatic this is? Joe Biden has fallen in support among members of his own party by 19 points since the spring among Democrats. He's at 75%. Typically, a president is somewhere in the high 80s to low 90s with his party. These are astonishing numbers. Numbers that will have a generational impact if they continue. To give you some idea, the main electoral strategy, clearly, of the Democrats is to leave our borders wide open until they import enough Hispanic voters to permanently cement them into one-party status. There seemed to be nothing that would stop this, except this week, the astonishing numbers among Hispanics. Folks, if you watch politics, you know this. A very bad year for the Democrats among Hispanics. They'll get 65% of the Hispanic vote. That's That's a bad year. That's a bad election cycle. Do you know what Joe Biden is polling among Hispanics right now? 28% approval. What's a bad election for Democrats among blacks? 88% of the black vote. That means the Republican walked away with 12% of it. That's not good for Democrats. It's a bad year, an off year. What is he polling right now with black voters? Joe Biden's at 57%. And among independents, a shockingly low 25% approval rating. If this continues, Expect the Democrats to start actually enforcing our national sovereignty at the border. Heck, they might landmine it to keep Hispanics out. To understand, at least on paper, 
how far a fall this is. Consider this. Joe Biden's alleged 81 million votes was an all-time record, as I said before. The previous high vote-getter was Barack Obama back in 2008 with 70 million. Joe Biden bested that by 11 million, allegedly. And a fall of 33% in a year? And more than half that data collected by Quinnipiac before his disastrous week this week. When you're this unpopular, it's not a good idea to dub those who disagree with you in a country where only 33% of people agree with you as domestic enemies. But that's how Joe Biden described those who disagree with the idea of getting rid of the filibuster and then taking aim at voter ID laws. Domestic enemies, Bull Connor, George Wallace, the worst of the Southern segregationists. That's how he described what polling shows us now are the vast majority of Americans who disagree with him. He is such a walking typhoid Mary politically that when he went to Georgia, Georgia's Democrat candidate, Stacey Abrams, their great hope for governor, wouldn't be seen with him. And since this is normally our Insane Things podcast, I'll start with the insane setup for the week, which came last week. As Joe Biden admitted, he forgot to order the COVID tests. We should have done it, he said. That set him up nicely for Monday, when we hit an all-time record high in the number of COVID cases. Not good for a guy who said he'd get rid of COVID completely. A guy who based his whole campaign on the idea that Donald Trump was practically a murderer for failing to stop COVID. A guy who told us over and over and over he would. Then, by the end of the week, as the inflationary number continued to go up, he called it progress in a tweet. Use the actual word progress because he said the rate and the growth of inflation had slowed down. Yeah, the problem with that is it's still growing. Then he went to war, not with COVID or with inflation, but with voter ID. In a speech that even Al Sharpton and Democrat Dick Durbin condemned as going too far. Then, after a weekend of the Biden regime taking credit for Pete Buttigieg ending the supply chain crisis and saving Christmas, bare shelves Biden starts trending on Twitter. As the media admits, not only did they not end the supply chain crisis, it's getting worse. The Washington Post and Salon.com fessed up to that by Wednesday, acknowledging that the supply chain crisis was real, but even more devastating that it's getting worse. In other words, they're not fooling anybody. Not even the Washington Post and Salon.com who've stopped carrying the water, at least on that issue. By the end of the week, inflation had hit a four-decade high. Hillary was doing interviews about her, what is this, potential third presidential run? And stories began to emerge in the mainstream media about a 2024 ticket without Biden or Harris. Harris herself capped the week with a terrible interview, while Joe Biden went to the podium to assure everybody he had the whole COVID thing under control. Except he couldn't remember the COVID czar's name, who was supposed to be helping deliver the test that Biden failed to deliver and had to ask for the man's name because he couldn't remember it. By Wednesday, meantime, Joe Biden was claiming to have been arrested while marching alongside civil rights activists. That led to Thursday when the Washington Post, yes, the Washington Post, 
awarded him four Pinocchios, their highest mark for fakeness. He'd never been arrested. In fact, it was part of a story he told over and over again that never was true. Actually, his first claim to have been arrested while fighting for civil rights for black people was back in 1987. Biden got cold busted then, too, and have, had to give a speech walking that lie back. He apparently forgot all that and repeated again, which led to Glenn Kessler, who is the fact checker for The Washington Post, describing Biden this way. The primary source for this story is Biden, and we've learned over the years he's not always a reliable source. Too many elements do not add up, he writes, to give this, and he puts arrest in parentheses, any more credibility than his previous claims of getting in trouble with the law. Which, by the way, there are several. He once claimed to have been arrested trying to get onto the floor of Congress because, you know, he wanted to serve the people so badly before he was elected. That didn't happen. He's also claimed that he got arrested in Africa trying to go see a civil rights leader there when he was a senator. That didn't happen either. The week ended with a 6-3 defeat at the Supreme Court for his vaccine mandate. That, too, was a massive setback for the Democrats, who needed the vaccine mandate to get to vaccine passports, the same authoritarian regime all over the world that people march every weekend to get out of, hundreds of thousands in the streets. In fact, that was the best news this week of all. That was actually rejected by the Supreme Court, and it couldn't come soon enough. These were the travel papers that they hoped to get us all living under. The ultimate need, wherever you went, to have to get government permission to go via your vaccine passport. And the relief couldn't come too soon. Did you see what just happened in Germany? It was horrifying. Remember I told you that these vaccine passports, the way they're being built internationally, is not just to give you a barcode to swipe to get into places. It's to track you. It's to know where you went. That's what the contact tracing function does. It tracks everywhere you go and who you are with. We saw the first evidence of that being the case in this horrific case in Germany that shows exactly what these passports can do. Here's the headline this week from the UK Daily Mail, and it's insane. German police use COVID tracking data to hunt down witnesses to man's death by tracking restaurant customers' movements through vaccine passports. See? This was always what this was about. The COVID exaggerations, which begin to fall apart this week, by the way. I'll get into that in a minute. The COVID exaggerations were always to get to the mandate. And the mandate was never about the shot working. It never has. The mandate was to get to the vaccine passports and total control. Had they gotten to the vaccine passports, they would have quickly gained more power than they have been able to in generations in a matter of less than a year. But the Supreme Court shot that down. It appears to be going nowhere. And remember the Biden regime's plans. Remember them this summer when they were still fairly confident that they would be able to get this authoritarian movement regime on the American people. Remember them telling ABC News that they plan to restrict people's movements to even block them from crossing state lines if they weren't vaccinated? That's how large their ambition was. It all fell apart this week. They've gotten exactly nowhere with their authoritarian plans. And the American people like the Democrats far less now than when they embarked on their plan to enslave us all 
through vaccine passports. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. The American people also got a closer look this week at how the Democrats intend to reconfigure voting. As they allowed, voted to allow 800,000 foreign nationals, many of them illegal immigrants, to have the vote. In New York, the only requirement to vote, 30 days residence. And you don't even have to legally be in the country. To do that as you're fighting a valiant fight against voter ID, as you're trying to get rid of the filibuster so you can remake elections so that only Democrats could be elected through mass cheating and voter fraud, for whatever reason, Americans seem to be able to see right through it. Since the Democrats began selling the idea of getting rid of the filibuster, American support for it has gone up by six points since this fall. Not down, up. It's almost as if they instinctively sense the mortal peril of giving these people more power. Meanwhile, U-Haul records showed that Americans are consistently and persistently fleeing blue states for red ones. It's so bad in California, U-Haul told Fox Business, they ran out of U-Hauls. That's right, Californians were fleeing California for Texas so rapidly, they literally ran out of them. Normally there's two-way traffic, they'll have enough U-Hauls for those who need them. They didn't. They ran plumb out. And the final insane thing this week, the beginning of the end of the fake COVID narrative. Or I should say the fake parts of COVID. There were so many signs of this this week that the whole thing is crashing and burning. The main reason is, of course, that it's hurting and embarrassing the Democrats. After all, if you run against Donald Trump on how you're going to defeat COVID, you don't want to set records for new COVID cases. The signs that the lies surrounding COVID, and there are so many of them, the whole narrative, in fact, is cracking or everywhere. By the end of the week, the World Health Organization and the EU had warned people shouldn't take a lot of boosters. It's dangerous for your immune system, they said. At most, people should take a booster once a year. That's just about the end for the shot then. 
since its makers have admitted it doesn't last much beyond four to five months. There were other little signs. The whole thing is falling apart. Like women's menstrual cycles. Wait, what? Yeah. Women the world over have reported the shot disrupts and in some cases severely disrupts their menstrual cycles. But report that online, you'll get banned and jailed off social media. But this week, the New York Times even admitted it's the case. The shot, monkeys with women's hormones. But that wasn't even the biggest admission this week. Now, the biggest admission this week came from the Associated Press. After the governor of New York admitted 50% of the supposed hospitalized cases for COVID in New York aren't. And quite frankly, never were. Yep, they were just people who checked in for something else who happened to have a positive COVID test. Look, you can still test positive for COVID up to six weeks after you have it. The Associated Press seized on that and announced they'd no longer be reporting highs in COVID cases. Why? Because they're not occurring under Donald Trump. In an article, the Associated Press said that it had told its editors and reporters to avoid emphasizing case counts in stories about the disease. Yeah, because they make Joe look bad. They make the Democrats look bad. Then they said they wouldn't use the hospitalization case counts anymore either. Why? Because, quote, according to the liars at the Associated Press, the usefulness of hospitalizations had been called into question in recent days. There are people, they write, being admitted for other reasons and are surprised to find they test positive for COVID, said Tanya Lewis, senior editor for health and medicine at the Scientific American. Therefore, since the hospitalization numbers are so darn fake, they won't really be emphasizing them anymore. Folks, do you remember why we shut down and ultimately wrecked the economy? Yeah, it was two weeks to flatten the curve. Because, by God, the numbers at the hospital were so scary. Why, they might be overwhelmed. And now they admit, oh, they were fake. Yeah, like half of them were fake the whole time. Do you know what that means? We wrecked the economy for no damn reason. It was so bad, with the media fessing up to this by the end of the week, and truly it was jaw-dropping, that even the University of San Francisco hospital system admitted by the end of the week that 70% of their supposed COVID hospitalizations are fake. They're pretty much not really sick, they said, and they're being treated for something else. We should have never counted them. Remember that when you go to pay the outrageous prices at the grocery store. It was that very lie that drove those prices up. Because of all the shutdowns, we had to pay people with printed money, remember, to stay home. You pay people with printed money to stay home, you rack up massive amounts of debt, and you pump monopoly money that you've printed into the economy, and guess what? You get the massive inflation you see at the grocery store. Those lies are coming out of your checkbook still right now. Even as the media gaffs them off and goes, uh-huh, sorry, did we print faulty COVID numbers? Now they're making Biden look bad. We'll stop lying and exaggerating. Then this week we learned about the deaths, that 75% of the COVID deaths had at least not one, not two, not three, but four comorbidities or other things that are making you really sick. The CDC director admitted this on national television and it was treated like a bombshell by the media. Never mind that we've known this the whole time. In fact, even more shocking, almost 100% of COVID deaths, all but 5%, had at least one serious comorbidity. In other words, there was never any reason for the majority of our society to lock down, to lock up, to wear masks, or quite frankly, even to get a shot. 
the speed at which the lies that made COVID a pandemic. Was it even? What were the real numbers of deaths? How many people died with COVID, but not because of it? Was it ever even a pandemic? Were the numbers big enough? Someday, I'm betting, we'll find out they weren't. But the speed at which the lies surrounding COVID unraveled this week was shocking. If it goes on next week, heck, by the end of the month, nobody will be taking this thing seriously. And that wraps up the insane week that was. Perhaps the most insane thing about all of this is how close we keep coming to dodging authoritarianism. One-fisted, single-party rule by the Democrats. We are on the razor's edge, folks, and we keep tipping over on the right side, miraculously. Truly, it's miraculous. I mean, on Build Back Broke, which would absolutely destroy the dollar, not enough votes for that by a tiny margin. The filibuster stays in place. Thank God for that. The voter fraud for all bill, not enough votes to pass that. Can't do it without the filibuster. Folks, we are dodging these things by a vote or two. As the Republic barely hangs on, pray it continues. If you enjoyed this podcast, please recommend it to friends and family. Download the Odyssey app and subscribe. And we'll drop it right in your phone as soon as I publish it every day. Thanks for listening. Battleground America with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.